Welcome to the Building Blocks of Business, a podcast show where we dive in and explore various aspects of the business world. This show is brought to you by Ecel NITK in association with NITK Toastmasters Club. I'm your host Supriya Harishankar, third year BTech student in the ECE department. Today, you are listening to the third episode of season one, the ABCs of applying to a B school. In today's conversation. I get to sit with our guest Sai Teja. Graduating in Electronics and Communication Engineering, Sai Teja is an NITK alumnus from the batch of 2017. He previously worked at Wells Fargo Bangalore as a credit portfolio consultant for 2 years, managing the credit risk for private label credit cards portfolio using data analytics. His hobbies include traveling, photography, and playing the cajon. Sai Teja is currently doing his masters in finance at NUS Business School in Singapore and is expecting to graduate in November this year. Great to have you here with us Sai Teja. From the National Institute of Technology Karnataka to the National University of Singapore, how has the transition been for you? Uh hi Supita and uh, I hope everyone who will be listening or who is listening to this podcast is safe in this pandemic situation. Uh Yeah, like that, and national and the national thing sounded really well. I did not think of it before. So, yeah, coming on to how I transitioned from uh, NITK to NUS. Like I, when I was in my uh, third year of engineering, I realized I was not interested in electronics anymore. So, I, and then uh, like if uh, the people in electronics would not be for Vijay Sen and uh, one of the professors at NITK, and he offered us a. a uh, pattern recognition machine learning course and uh, like i took it up and i found my interest in analytics and after that i did a internship in analytics in one of the start uh, startups in bangalore and uh, later he helped me uh, get a job and uh, get a job at uh, wells fargo bangalore uh, during the campus placement itself so during my time at wells fargo i was mostly involved on the business side of the analytics and less on the technology side of the analytics like i need to have a domain knowledge to work in the role so uh i started developing the domain knowledge in finance and uh, as uh, as i progress like uh, as i i'm like as i'm after i'm done with like two years i i'm left with so many questions on how the finance industry work like so i just thought go pursuing a career like uh, you know like studying more about finance will help me clear my mind with all this uh, clear my mind and uh, so i gave my gmat and applied for this program and got through it and now i am in singapore studying doing this master in finance course that that was very nice to hear especially how uh, your curiosity and the transition from the tech to the business side of things and how that made you decide to take up uh, go to nus uh, for your master in finance degree Uh, Sai Teja, an MBA in finance, as I have heard, is one of the highest-paying MBA specializations, due to which it is also very popular. But yet, it is known to be a generalized degree. What were the factors that you took into account while choosing the relatively less popular MS in finance? Was there anyone or anything in your time at NITK that helped you make that decision? Uh, I mean, my decision had nothing in particular, uh, particular to do with NITK, uh, but. it is more about what i wanted to learn so in mba it, it is more like a generalized degree as you said 
and uh, what we would be looking is like a we would not go like it would it would not teach us much deep into finance but uh, what i wanted to learn was finance so when i was applying for the university mm-hmm. as well like my choices were all uh, masters in finance and uh, uh since i wanted to like uh, and i and i have applied in a couple of universities in uh, us uh i applied for university university of texas austin and uh, i applied for university of rochester and i applied for nus and uh, of all these three institutes like nus has a better uh, finance uh um say in terms of finance team say in terms of like a finance department so i chose an uh, nus over another university it was nice knowing uh, that how you took the decision and the steps that you had to go through for that and yeah. us business school is consistently rated as one of the top business schools in the asian pacific region like you said and one of the leading business schools worldwide how has the experience been for you can you tell me more about your time at us yeah sure uh, so us is actually more famous for its bba and mba so uh, like if you see uh, a lot of uh, southeast asian startup uh, people uh, the exo level people at in the southeast asian companies or the southeast asian startups uh, like a lot of people have done their bba or mba from nus and uh, and like these two are known around the world uh, and whereas the ma- uh, coming to the masters program in finance which was recently started i am in the second cohort of uh, this masters in finance but uh, my strong a gut feel uh, back then when i was making this decision was uh, the same people who made the nus mba program uh, flagship uh, flagship would be the people who would be teaching would be the people who will be teaching me the finance as well so it was not like uh, like it was not a, a difficult decision to make to make for me when i chose this masters in finance so uh, coming to the experience at nus uh, i mean the program in in particular to this program the program is very new and it needs a lot of refinements and they are doing it uh, they they will be doing it over time after they get like and uh, they will be also like asking the feedback taking the feedback from the current and the previous batches and all so at that level like the the program is improving and uh, they will do everything what they can to make it a flagship program because it is like because they had done it in the past and coming to the most important thing which is the alumni network so since i've told like everyone uh, most of the people at the uh, cxo level positions in uh, singapore uh, are from nus or have like a contact with nus like in the past during their education so nus has a very very well established alumni and uh, you can reach out to them like since during during this is I'm, i'm having a i'm doing my job search and they've been helpful actually to me and uh, helping me referring me for some positions and all so it's a good alumni base as well being a prestigious b school acceptance rates of nus are known to be very low 
Can you tell me about your application to this program, including your preparation strategies and resume building for the same? Uh, when I applied to this program, uh, this program needed a compulsory TOEFL IELTS score, an optional GMAT or GRE score, and along with an SOP. SOP. And uh, they also have interview round after the initial shortlist. So according to the Masters in Finance program director's numbers, uh, the selection ratio for this pro uh, for my batch was around eight percent. And uh, uh, coming to the strategies, preparation strategies, mm -hmm. and the resume building, uh, the resume is very important. Like, is one of the utmost important thing, and you need to get it reviewed by multiple people, uh, whom you know before you start putting it in the public or and before you start applying for your master. And uh, coming to the preparation strategies like you just need to be thorough with your resume in you, need, you know you need to know each and every minute detail of your resume and also like some sort of behavioral questions like uh, some sort of behavioral questions like uh, what you did in a particular scenario so having a lot of ample experience will actually help because when you have experience you get a lot of stories to tell Yes, and I think that also applies to any sort of master's program you would want yeah, to exactly. apply to. The kind of experience, relevant experience that you already have and then yeah, portraying that so. in the right way. Yes. Mm. Yeah, so before when you apply to, a when you have a particular program's interview, you just need to like, you know, read about the program and probably like read about some research, like try to find out what you want to do or what you want to gain from the program and talk about it. Uh, talk about it more in the interview so that they will understand that you are actually interested in the program. Mm. I think also we need to uh, show them how we are a good fit for the for that particular program so that yeah. that uh, shows well, right? Yeah. So Sai Teja, before applying for a master's in finance degree, what kind of work experience do you recommend one to have? Is there a niche of any sort? Uh, yeah, I think having an extra work experience will uh, obviously help in the scenario because it's 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 not a general area or it's not a generalized area that you're going into. You're going into finance, so it's like a particular area itself. And uh, so there are like generally two two specializations in uh, finance, to, uh, majorly. So one is in the investments area, and the other is in the corporate finance area. And uh, if you are go, if you want to go into investments, like your uh, any past experience or internship internship in a investment management firm or in a quant, I mean a quant or in a quant or like a data analytics or a statistics background or economics econometrics, or even per se like machine learning will also help. And uh, if if you want if you want to go on the corporate finance side, uh, previous experience in um, investment bank or a private equity fund or a venture capital uh, would help. And uh, I would also recommend like everyone who wants to finance to, book, uh, to pick up a programming either in uh, either Python or R because like the industry is looking for people with hybrid skills. 
So there's this like new hype about the term called hybrid skills in the market these days. Hybrid skills is hybrid skill is nothing but uh, you need to have a domain, you need to have domain knowledge along with the technology because technology is a, is advancing so much these days. So you need uh, you need to keep up with it. So a domain knowledge along with the technology is required for you to be to end up in a better position after the course. It's insightful knowing that not just to get in, but the kind of work experience you gain after the course also it, it, it does matter like it does carry after the master's program the official website of nus mentions that although a gmat or a gre is not mandatory a good score will definitely strengthen your application which test do you recommend one to write and why i know you wrote the gmat but if you yeah. want to give a recommendation what would you suggest uh so it depends on what course you are applying for actually and uh, if you are or what schools so basically if you are applying for a b school uh, not not all the universities accept both gmat and gre like there are some universities which accept both but and there are some uh, b schools which like uh, which accept only gmat so if your uh, preference is to get into a b school uh, then I would prefer a GMAT score, and also like GMAT stress, uh, like it it stresses a bit more on math than GRE. So if you think you are weak at math, you should not be taking the finance course because finance in, in involves like lot of probability and calculus. Mm -hmm. Right. So, Saiteja, you are a full-time student researcher for a professor in, in US. Can you tell us more about that? Uh, so, one thing about NUS, the, uh, one thing about this program is uh, and you, uh, they offer no scholarships and you need to pay your entire fees if you get into this program. And uh, one thing about Singapore is you cannot do uh, normal part-time jobs like how you do get to do, uh, like mm -hmm. how you get to work. Uh, in US. So if you want to do a part-time job in uh, Singapore, you can only do it in the field which is related to what you're studying. So I had no other option like, uh, so since being new into finance, like, mm -hmm. I mean, new into investments or uh, corporate finance. Uh, so I, I could only reach out to my uh, professors for any part-time work and one of the uh, Professor selected me as one of his RAs, uh, part-time RAs, and I was uh, working part-time until this uh, until before the summer. And during the summer, I'm working full-time for him, and I assist with I assist him with his research, uh, and it, it is generally related to economics, finance, and data analysis. Mm. Okay. What role does your degree play in your future endeavors? What kind of a career path are you looking to take after you graduate? That's in November. Yeah. Uh, so I'm looking to go into a quant role uh, in either uh, investment management or risk management. And uh, uh, earlier I was in the risk management uh, when I was in Wells Fargo. And so I'm mm. looking to go into the investment management, which is more like, you know, uh, how do you manage if you're if you given this, money, this amount of money and uh, how do you, in what way, what is your strategy in this amount of money? 
and what is the preference of the investors this preference of the investors are they like willing to take more risk or willing to take less risk so these are this comprises the investment management and uh, when you talk about the risk management it comprises uh, so when you put in your money in when you invest in your money in something like there is a particular amount of risk involved like without risk there is no reward so how do you manage the risk is all about uh, it uh, is management is all about how how you manage the risk in that so i initially took up this course with the motivation of pursuing a career in the corporate finance but mm-hmm. i understood that's not my piece of cake so in a way like this course actually helped me to narrow down further and understand where i'm interested in the finance industry and also gave me an opportunity to learn more those courses at the advanced level looks like you have planned the road ahead and it does sound like a very interesting career option yeah and with that we come to an end of today's episode you can visit mscfin.nus.edu.sg for more information on the nus msc in finance thank you saitheja for your insights on the very interesting master in finance degree and for taking all the time to make this happen by sharing your journey with us as listeners i'm sure you have enabled them to think about applying for this program with a better idea about the preparation involved for the same uh thank you sukita for this opportunity it's like giving back to my college like this is the first thing that i'm actually giving back to nitk and if anyone is looking uh uh for pursuing a higher degree in finance you can reach out to me on linkedin for any questions or for any help and uh, good luck for everyone thank you i'm sure uh, our listeners would do that i would also like to thank you the listeners i hope you took away something valuable from today's episode of the abc's of applying to a b school until next time stay home stay safe and stay strong bye